Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 165 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author, entrepreneur, Wendy H. Jones. It's a pleasure to have you join me here again today. And today you're joining me from Israel, where I'm actually recording this in a courtyard, in a hostel, in a lat, and it's amazing. I've met the most fabulous people, one of whom is today's guest, who is Serena Tate, and I'm going to be talking to her about uh, ghostwriting children's books, which is not something we've covered here before. So I'm very much looking forward to doing that. Uh, Before that, what have I been up to? Well, I'm busy uh, preparing uh, my talks for the uh, Scottish Association of Writers Conference, uh, which I will be running and talking when I get back to Scotland. So that's in about three weeks' time. So I'm busy getting ready for that. I've also been doing a lot of writing. I've been doing stuff about my Thomas Graham book. And of course, I'm doing it all in the sun. And who doesn't like a bit of sun? So it's been an absolute fabulous adventure here in Israel. I love it. So I hope you uh, enjoyed doing this, uh, coming and listening to the show every week, as I do enjoy doing it. And if you do, then it would be great if you could support my time by supporting me on Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. And you can support me for just $3 a month, which is the price of a tea or coffee per month. And I would be very grateful. So what of the lovely Serena, who has a agreed to be my guest today. Well, what does Serena say about herself? She says that uh, after graduating from high school in 2021, she decided to bypass the usual route of immediately going to study in university after high school and chose to travel instead. She didn't feel certain on what she wanted to study once she did attend university. She thought that travelling and volunteering around the world would be the perfect way to figure this out. And that brings her to where she is now. She travels full-time volunteering and working online. She's a ghostwriter and specialises in children's books and faith-based content. As for volunteering, she focuses on missions, charity work, especially with children. Discovering the beauty of life is her fashion, and she says that she wishes us the best in our own journeys, as we uh, wish Serena the best in her journey. So without further ado, let's get on with the show and hear from Serena. And we have Serena with us. Welcome, Serena. Hello, happy to be here. Oh, it's absolutely lovely to hear uh, to have you here. Now, tell me, we're not in Scotland, are we? Where have you been no. for the past few, little while? <laughs> no, we we're far away from Scotland. So right now we are in uh, Islat, Israel. It's um, kind of the um, furthest south, southern part of Israel. And yeah, it's a beautiful place. Um, got the sea, beautiful desert. And yeah, I've been here for two months, um, volunteering here at the shelter hostel. And I'll be here for another month. And yeah, it's uh, quite an amazing place. Fantastic. And you're not even from Israel, are you? Where are you from originally? No, I'm from, um, I'm from America. I'm from California. Um, yeah, far north in California. One sunny spot to another. Well, you know, I, I'm usually in Dundee, so I'm enjoying the sun, I have to say. And I've asked you to chat to me today because mm-hmm. you ghostwrite children's books, which I think is amazing. Um, so I want, I'm absolutely fascinated by the fact that you ghostwrite children's mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you came to be doing that. 
Yeah, well, that's a that's a great question. Um, it was actually quite recent. Um, actually, I've always had a love for kids. Uh, growing up, you know, I always was drawn to them, and I always enjoyed interacting with them. And I kind of started to really get into writing children's books just a few months ago. I would say.、Um, I think one really key moment of me coming to write children's books was before a couple months before I was in Israel. I was a、uh, working at like a children's home, and I think being around those kids, you know, really just gave me more of a connection with them and、uh, more of a love for children. And at that time, I was a writer,、um, not a children's book writer, but you know, I thought I would take my skills of my love for children and then also the fact that I was a writer and combine those two. So. Yeah, in a nutshell, I think that's how I came to like children's books, and I also have always loved the uh, uh, Narnia series by C.S. Lewis. And kind of when I was in Romania at the children's home, I was also reading the Narnia series at that time. So that kind of gave me the idea,、um, yeah, to start doing books for kids. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. And I mean, you've you kind of touched on my next question, which、yeah. is why the focus on children's books specifically. Yeah, that's also another great question. I think、uh, I think my focus is that I think that kids, you know, they're like sponges. They take in everything in their environment,、um, including books, including what they read. And I think that you know, because kids absorb things so easily that shape them for the rest of their life, I think it's really important, you know, that when they're young, they start reading books, you know, that have good themes,、um, that are educational.、Um, yeah, so I think it's just. Because kids, you know, soak everything in. I want to, you know, put content out there that they can really, you know, get a good start to life with. I think that's why the focus. Yeah, that's a brilliant way of looking at. It, I have to say,、um, because yeah, kids are sponges, and most children's books, although they're entertaining,、mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. They're entertaining the children.、Mm-hmm. They've usually also got a story or a moral or something、yeah. they can learn as well. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think it's great, and doing that through kids' books is a fabulous way of doing it. Really,、mm-hmm. so. I'm curious. I mean, you're a ghostwriter, so、mm-hmm. once you've agreed a, a job with a client, do、mm-hmm. you chat to them about what they would like and the way they see the book going?、Mm-hmm. And if so, what type of questions do you ask them?、Mm-hmm. And if not, I'm curious as to why you don't go down that route.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, yeah. So I, I find in my response to that question, there's two types of clients. I find it it really varies client to client. I find that. Most clients who I do a children's book for, most of them usually they have an outline or an idea、um, already on their minds that they want the book to be about. So if that's the case, then、um, I'll usually pretty ask pretty basic questions, just like, okay, how long would you like the book to be?、Um, do you want it to be, you know, really vivid, like written for vivid illustrations?、Um, I'll usually maybe send them a little portion and have them read it and feel like if I'm going in the right direction. Um, but then there's some clients who they just say they just want me to write them a children's book and they give no guidelines.、Um, and usually with those clients, I'll ask them just the simple question of, "Oh, do you want do you have a plot or an outline you want me to follow?"、Um, and then if they say no, usually I I actually don't really ask any more questions because I figure if they're okay with me coming up with the plot, then I can enjoy the freedom of you know writing an idea of my own. Hey, sounds like a good plan and a good way to approach it, really. <laughs> yeah. So, in some ways, you've got a bit of a plan to follow. In other ways, you've got the freedom to do what you want. Yeah, yeah. Sounds marvelous. You know, that sounds a great idea. Yeah. As a, what is the next step in the process usually? Okay, so after a client and I have agreed on a job, usually the next step is.、Um, I find most clients they're very. Uh, in a way, they're very open to ideas and kind of ready to be led.、Um, a lot of them don't really have like a clear direction. So usually at that point, I'll 
make an outline of the children's book, and then I'll usually send the outline to them. Um, and before I start writing, I'll have them approve the outline, um, just so I don't, you know, do a lot of work and then have them in the end say that they had a different thing in mind. So usually, yeah, make an outline and send it to them. Yeah. That, that's a good place to start. But when you actually start the writing mm-hmm. um, for a children's book for a client, where do you actually start? Yeah, that's also, that really, it really varies um, for me, children's book to children's book. Usually what I do is I will go back through all of my conversations, written conversations um, with the client, and I will make like a list of all kind of the guidelines and the bullet points they gave me of direction. Um, and then usually from that list, I will make an outline. Um, so yeah, usually when I start writing, I make an outline of all the directions they gave me, and then using that, uh, you know, that guide, I will make an outline of the actual story of the children's book. Hey, that's that's a great place to start, really. Um, and I'm I'm quite curious, really, as to what types of children's books might lend themselves most readily to being ghostwritten, if mm-hmm. any. Mm-hmm. That's also a good question. I am I am fairly new. Um, on the market of children's book writing, so I don't think I really have a good feel for, you know, exactly what the most common, but the most common that I see for the particular website I work for is usually, like, usually, like, it's companies not looking for a particular theme of children's book, but usually companies that they're just looking for small, short stories, any type that you can come up with that they put animations to. Um, Kind of like a children's book, like audiobooks, I find quite common. Um... So any type of audiobook that could be, you know, have a voiceover done and have uh, animations put on YouTube, usually stories that kind of fall into that range. So really any type of story that you could do that with, I find that um, pretty common. Wow, that's absolutely fascinating. I've never <laughs> actually thought of that or what it is. I mean, when obviously I'm an author, so yeah. when I think of books for children, I think yeah. of books for children, yeah. as in pick up a physical book and read it. <laughs> yeah. So that is brilliant. That is really good. I didn't even know there was that sort of work Yeah, out it was there. new to me as well. Uh, wow. Until recently, yeah. That's fantastic. I'm glad I asked that question. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. And are there any specific areas of interest that you focus on? Are you open to anything? Or does either approach lend itself to any difficulties because we often talk about um, how wonderful everything mm-hmm. is in the writing process yeah. we, very, we very seldom talk about difficulties yeah you know? yeah that's once again all good questions um I I am open to anything but my favorite area to write on is I love um, any children's books that have to do with biblical stories um any like a uh, biblical retelling of a story um, for children I love or any story that you know is maybe taking a person or a character that's in the Bible and adding to that. That's my favorite type. Um, but I am open to anything. And I think that the, well, obviously the difficulty of, uh, for me being a writer and liking to write stories based on the Bible is that there's not a big client base for that. Um, so if I find a client who wants a, a story for kids written from the Bible, I'm usually quite lucky. So that's, that's I'd say, the difficulty that comes from that. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it's good to have a particular area of expertise because yeah. people are more likely to, um, you know, hire you if they're yeah. looking for that expertise, especially when it's a niche market. Yeah, I like definitely. it. <laughs> um, so... I have to say, there's one question on everybody's lips. I know yes. there is. Yes. The, the age-old question of how much am I going to get paid, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how much would you expect? I mean, I'm not, I'm not wanting uh, you to tell everybody uh, what you earn, yeah. but what, um, what sort of payment people 
usually looking at? Mm-hmm. Um, that once again, that really depends client to client. But I'd say on average,、um, I find that most children book clients they pay per word, and I would say. I think the payment can range from. It's usually, it's. I think that if you're starting out, it's really not going to be the highest amount of pay. Maybe, oh, thirty to forty dollars per one thousand words. Yeah.、Um, I'd say that's a general range. Yeah.、Um, so it's really, you know, starting out, it, it, you won't make a lot,、um, but you will see some.、Um, Postings from clients who you know, if they're looking for more experienced writers, they'll pay much more than that. But that's you know generally starting out. What generally I found、um, is how much you can make. Okay, and the other question that's on everybody's lips、mm-hmm. is: Is your name on the front of the the book or the project, or is it all secret? Um, I have found once again it depends client to client, but I found. Um, in my experience, usually no. Usually, as far as I know, I don't think my name is on the front of the project or the book. Yeah,、um, everybody wants to know whether they're、mm-hmm. going to get their name on the front or yeah. not. You know,、uh, yeah. and but hey, if they're paying you to do it secretly, then、yeah. that's what happens. You know, they're、yeah. the client. Yeah, everyone you know is free to make their own decision in in that case. So. Yeah,、um, you're also a digital nomad. Now we've yeah well, a couple of weeks ago we actually focused on that、uh, for the show.、Mm-hmm. Um, how does ghostwriting fit in with your lifestyle? Wow, I have to say, ghostwriting is such a good fit for the digital nomad style because I always tell people, you know, as long as I have a laptop and a place with Wi-Fi, I can, you know, I can earn money, and that's great. So, you know, it's the thing I love about it is is that I can be anywhere in the world making money and making money online. So it's really an incredible way to make money while I travel. And yeah, I'd say it's such a simple way. And such an easy way to make money、um, while you travel, and yeah, it's really great for the travel lifestyle. Yeah, excellent. Although I like the way you just slip in very casually, as long as you have Wi-Fi. Yes, as long as you have <laughs> Wi-Fi. Oh, That's a must. <laughs>、uh, Wi-Fi it varies regarding depending on where you are. I've found I've been in America and can't get Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If the Wi-Fi goes down. You may not be making money for a couple of days.、So. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my final question that I always finish with is: If any of my listeners would like to know more about you, or indeed contact you to do some ghostwriting, how would they do so? Yeah. So that's a good question. I、uh, I work for a website.、Um, oh, it's a, it's not. I don't work for the website itself, but I work using their platform.、Um, it's called、uh, Upwork. Um, so if you were to want to contact me, you could go to Upwork、um, and then search for my name in the profile and then send me a message.、Um, yeah, there we are. That's absolutely fantastic. And your name is remind that my、um, my name is Serena. Serena. Tate. Tate. Hey, if you can't find you just with Serena, there might be hundreds of Serenas <laughs> yeah, on yeah. that so website. Yeah, yeah. So just go to the website Upwork and then type in the name Serena Tate, and I should come up. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Serena. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. Yeah, thank you, Wendy. It's also been a pleasure as well. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H Jones, and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon, where you can support me for th-、uh, as little as three dollars a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com/forward/slash/wendyhjones. I'm also Wendy H Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. 
Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.